Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance, and we will be busy on the Goodyear hotline today. Dan Orlovsky in 15 minutes on the news of the day. We'll go live to Chicago and our buddy Tommy Waddle, who will join us there. What are the Bears going to do at quarterback? Some of the options seem to be falling by the wayside. The legendary Doris Burke will join us today. The list is about second-chance superstars. The hashtag crew is here. Dak is in the spotlight. Let's do it. Here we go! Only one place to start. The Dallas Cowboys have come to terms on a new deal with quarterback Dak Prescott. From Adam Schefter, it appears Dak Prescott has agreed to a four-year, $160 million deal with the Cowboys. And there you go, the news of last night. And I would like to say thank you for the concern to all of the people who have said, well, what are you guys going to do on Get Up Now? Because <laughs> all you ever do is talk about Dak. We'll have to figure something else out. And more importantly, we say congratulations, Rain Dakota Prescott, for one of the greatest victories that any NFL player has ever had. Here's a guy who came into a league where no one expected him to succeed. He did so beyond anyone's wildest imagination. He has suffered horrible personal tragedy in his life and been very vulnerable and open about it. He had every fiber of his self-confidence and being tested by the most famous and powerful owner in the National Football League. He suffered a horrendous injury that would have made most people beg for a pen to sign the nearest closest deal. But instead, he stood his ground, he bet on himself, and he won in the sort of landslide that will support the next 10 generations of his family. Good for you, Dak Prescott. That's what I want to say before I say anything else. I've covered the sport for 30 years. I've been following the sport all my life. Players don't win like this. This doesn't happen. Patrick Mahomes got paid a half a billion dollars because he had, comparatively speaking, no leverage and was willing to take less than he otherwise might have. Dak Prescott was in a position that I would describe as unprecedented in NFL history, and he hung tough. He stayed fast. He bet on himself, and he won. He sat opposite a a negotiating table with a man worth $5 billion who made his living in oil. I mean, there there is nothing, nothing that could be, I would think, in a negotiation more intimidating than having to stare down Jerry Jones. And Dak Prescott and his team did it. So let's get to the bottom of what he's got. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Over the next four seasons, this doesn't even include the $31 million he got paid to play on the franchise tag last year. Over the next four seasons, Dak will earn $29 million more than Patrick Mahomes does, $45 million more than Deshaun Watson does, $56 million more than Jared Goff, $61 million more than Carson Wentz. If you want to look at the first four years of their contracts. So Dak gets a four-year deal, and then he's done scot-free. Over the first four years of the players who have the biggest contracts in the NFL right now, Russell Wilson made $29 million fewer dollars than Dak and still has a year left on his contract, doesn't get the freedom. Aaron Rodgers made $35 million less than Dak in his first four years and still has two years remaining. Patrick Mahomes will make $56 million less dollars than Dak in the first four years and still has eight years remaining on his contract. 
Dak gets paid more than all of them practically put together and gets another bite at the apple at the age of 31. When it's all said and done, Dak Prescott, if he continues to play well, is going to make more money than any person who has ever played the game of professional football, and it might not be close. And oh, by the way, 80% of his contract is guaranteed. It averages 42 mil over the first three years, all of it guaranteed. And again, all this before his final year where they can't tag him. He's in prime position for a new deal with huge new TV money. I mean, holy smoke, you can't win bigger than he did. And so first and foremost, I am delighted for him. I know him a little, not well. I know him a little bit. He's the kind of person you root for. And when you have seen what has happened in his life, you are probably well aware of the tragedy of his brother. It is, and the way he handled that, how vulnerable he was willing to be, how open he was about it. He's just a good person. He's an easy person to root for. And so first and foremost, we are as happy as could be for Dak Prescott. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Then comes the next part. There are two other pieces to this story. Let's start with this. Jerry really screwed this up. He screwed this up. Impulsive billionaires with a penchant for star power. Zeke Elliott and Cabo was the undoing. Two years ago, Zeke Elliott held out. He withheld his services. And you know how that worked out? He now has a contract that is an albatross, and it is one of the reasons that they were not able to get this deal with Dak Prescott done until a time when Dak had more leverage than any player has ever had in NFL history. And Jerry got that completely wrong because he becomes enamored with star power. And so that's the way it goes. Now, look, do the Cowboys lose their ability to compete because of this? No, of course not. They got the number down this year. Jerry thinks they're a championship team. He may be the only one who thinks that, but he does. He acted that way last year, and we'll see. But he got a little bit of what he wanted, but make no mistake. The Zeke Elliott signing, the way it was handled, the timing of which it was handled, is one of the worst decisions that any team has made in the NFL in recent years based on what it turned into and what it begat. So that's one. The other piece of this is, now the pressure gets ratcheted up. There's no other way to do it. Our own hashtag Bubba, Brendan Peregrine, our uh, disheveled board operator, is a, a huge Cowboy fan and is wearing the DAC jersey today. We will give you the opportunity, Bubba, to chime in on all of this, but I will ask you a reasonable question. If the Cowboys don't, make a Super Bowl run, let's not put everything on a championship, but if they don't look like a Super Bowl team and make at least one deep playoff run in the four years of this contract, was it a good deal or a bad deal? Is there that much pressure on Dak Prescott right now? (laughs) If the Cowboys don't make a run, this guy. Okay. (laughs) What are you trying to say? Yeah, the Cowboys aren't going to make a run. Good one, Greeny. Um, yeah, the Cowboys are going to make a run, and it's going to be the greatest contract ever signed. If anything, he's getting underpaid. So I don't know what anyone and anyone who ever thought he wasn't going to sign, grow up, because clearly he was going to sign all along. And like I said, he's probably underpaid. But Dak for life, we'll see in the Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys next year, hashtag Bubba, are odds-on favorites to win the NFC East. Do you take the Cowboys to win the NFC East next year? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Super Bowl. But, yeah, we'll start with the NFC East. We'll start there. They are odds-on favorites. The Giants are last. 
The Giants have the longest odds in that division. Hashtag crew is here. Hashtag Hembo. Uh, the Cowboys as um, as the odds-on favorites. Who wins that division next year? Washington. And, and they're definitely the best value given the odds. There's no value with the Cowboys as the odds-on favorite. Hashtag they Nuno. They don't even have a quarterback. Has, that, that, that is, uh, that's not untrue. <laughs> that is not untrue. Alex Smith is no longer there. We'll see who their quarterback is quickly. Hashtag Nuno. Who wins that division next year? Unfortunately, Washington does. You are, he says, unfortunately, because he's a fan of the New York Giants. Let me bring in Evan, who was originally hashtag Devin. He lost the hashtag because of a terrible take. Then his next take was so bad, he lost the letter D. Oh, who wins the division thing. next year, Evan? My beloved Giants, we're going to sign Leonard Williams. It's going to okay. be a big defensive year. I actually am not going to take a letter away for that. That is pretty good. But it was the Cowboys yesterday making moves. Making moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. That's where it begins. Dan Orlovsky with his thoughts coming up. The list is great today. Doris today. And we'll have time for your calls. Just getting rolling. I am Greeny on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, so we just had sort of a funny moment here. Dan Orlovsky in a second. But I just want to share with you what just happened. Hembo and I were just chatting during the break, and he was telling me what he does for a workout right now because the gym he usually goes to is closed. And he said he goes to his basement and he does burpees, which I know what that is, mm-hmm. and he does heinies. Heinies. And I thought he was saying heinies, literally like your heiny, H-Y-H-I-N-Y. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's an E before the Y in the spelling of that word. Turns out you were saying high knees. High knees. As two words. High knees as two words. But I thought he was saying heinies, and there was a, a full minute of um, confusion. <laughs> Between us, and um, it was awkward. 
but we've worked through it, and now <laughs> we move on. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, the big story of the day, obviously, is Dak Prescott last night. Dan Orlovsky is with me on the Goodyear hotline. Goodyear helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Good morning again, Dan Orlovsky. Good morning, Greeny. Great to be with you, bud. Also, if, you ever, if you've never told your kids to say hi to their knee, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yes. Again, your kids are a lot younger than mine. I don't have a reco- <laughs> an active recollection of that, but I'm sure yeah. I did 18 years ago or something like that. But and you know Hembo. He's a fit little son of a gun, and on we go. All right, so let's get to business. So, so let's get through all the easy parts of this. We're all incredibly happy for Dak Prescott. Good for him. It's generational money. He stood up to the system. We get all of that. Let's let's put all of that on the table. You smashed an egg on your own head on television this morning, so you have now accepted all of the wrath of all of the haters out there. So all that yeah. has been tabled. Now let's get to the bottom line of it here. When you get paid like Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson get paid, people are going to expect you to play like those guys. Can Dak Prescott do that? He never has. He never has. And so I said this on the show yesterday. Too much is given, much is expected. And when you pay X player X amount of money, the expectation is risen. And now we are all going to ask Dak Prescott to do something he's never done. Okay, 2016, the rookie season, he's really, really good. Only 22 touchdowns or something like that, four picks. Like, he was the fourth-round pick of a very good roster, okay? Like, he stepped in and played good football. Ever since then, he's been good. But he's never carried the team. Two years ago on the road against your New York Jets, Tyron Smith is out. The Jets were awful. Got to win that game. Can't because Tyron Smith is out. Two years ago, he's playing bad football. They got to go trade for Amari Cooper. Now he's starting to play good football. So at some point, there's going to be moments where Dak Prescott is going to have to carry the team. Guys are out. Guys aren't playing well. Defense stinks. When you pay him that much money, he's got to be the absolute difference maker. And we've never seen Dak Prescott be a difference maker. We've seen him be good. We've seen him be, play good football. We've seen him have really good stats. We've never, seen him, we've never seen him be the absolute difference maker. See, this is where it gets complicated because the stats would suggest, and, and you know the man sitting to my left, Hembo, who was constantly mm. throwing statistics at you and me and everybody else, is going to point out that Dak's numbers – do put him in that stratosphere, that that his QBR, for example, which is the ultimate measurement of a quarterback's impact on winning, was as good as Deshaun Watson's, that he is. The numbers are that good. So what is it you're seeing? I I trust you more than I trust numbers. Tell me what it is we're not seeing. Yeah, like, um, I'd say this. I've I've never witnessed Dak Prescott take over the football game uh, against a, a meaningful opponent where you're like, oh, wow, you know, like, uh, here we go. We're on the road in, in, a, in a game where two years ago on the road against Philadelphia, they're a bad football team or an average football team, and they got to go win, and it's a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Come on, man. Like, go be the guy. Go be the absolute guy that we like, when you get the football, we believe you're going to get it done. Like, we just know you're going to get it done. And we just haven't seen that stretch. And I think that we've seen quarterbacks um, that get that payment of, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, that we believe that. Like, we just know that. I'd ask around. I would challenge everybody to, outside of Cowboys fans, ask your buddies who watch football religiously or people within the NFL, if, if, we, if Russell Wilson or Tom Brady or Drew Brees or a, a Deshaun Watson or even Lamar Jackson get the ball late in a football game, do we have memory 
of them being the person we were like, doesn't matter. That game's over. That quarterback's got the ball. We don't have that memory with Dak Prescott. That hasn't happened. You could throw the stats out there all you want. I could throw stats back, too. So um, I just don't think I've seen him be um, a player that we, that we point to and say, can't survive without him. Dan Orlovsky with me on the Goodyear Hotline on ESPN Radio. The number against it is, and you pointed it out on TV this morning, in the last four years when Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback, the Cowboys are 7-18 and 18 against winning teams. And in those games, he has 37 touchdowns and 36 turnovers. So that is what it is. You're right. We can make numbers say a lot of different things if we want them to. Bottom line, how good are they? The Cowboys, to me, are a mess. I think Washington is, my personal opinion, a much better team. We don't know who their quarterback is yet, and neither do they. That'll probably get figured out in the next week or so with free agency, and maybe it's someone like Ryan Fitzpatrick or Marcus Mariota. But who's the best, who's the team to beat in that division next year, Dan Orlovsky? I'd say it's the Cowboys. The fact that we're having a conversation is a joke. They just paid their quarterback $160 million. Mm. This should be a no-brainer. I'd say it's the Cowboys, but it's not an overwhelming say for me because <clears throat> I don't know what's going on at the quarterback spot with Washington, like you pointed out. I don't know how healthy Saquon Barkley is. I can tell you this. If they, I believe they're going to franchise tag Leonard Williams, the Giants, and Daniel Jones stays healthy, and they get one receiver, Saquon Barkley is healthy, I like the Giants. I really do. I believe in that defense. I think that Daniel Jones has the opportunity to take a step with another offensive piece. And if Saquon's healthy, I like the Giants. If Washington somehow gets a difference maker quarterback, I like them just as much. The Dallas Cowboys defense, I sat on your show last year around this time and said the Dallas Cowboys defense was going to be boo-boo. And I got so much flack for it. The Dallas Cowboys defense was boo-boo. And so it's still the same defense. And so I, the Cowboys are the favorite because they have Dak and there's unknown with the other two teams. That could very easily change in two months. Yeah, I, I agree with you on the Giants, by the way, um, about a lot of things. But it is Washington I like, and I will tell you why. Now, granted, 7-9 and nine won the division last year, but it was Washington that did it, and they had the worst quarterback play in the NFL last season. By QBR, they had the worst quarterback play in the sport. They, they practically have nowhere but up to go, and they managed right. to win the division. And they've got great pieces on defense. At least one, I have two good Greeny, running backs. The podcast. They have a good young receiver. Add a few pieces here or there. I kind of like Washington in that yeah. spot going forward. I, w- I would agree with you. I-, I would say that Washington is three, two impactful players on offense, three good players on offense from me believing in them. Yeah. They need to get a one offensive lineman that I think is a good player. Like, like a, you're a starting, starting, like a quality starting offensive lineman in the NFL. They need another receiver outside of Terry McLaurin. Now, Harmon's coming back. We'll see if he's healthy. They've got a good slot. Um, you know, the tight end position is something that surprised some people last year with um, their performance. And so, I think a good offensive lineman, a court, like a court we, that's the thing, Greeny. We just don't know. And so, I'm a huge fan of Washington. I think both teams are better coached. I think both teams have more reliable front offices. That's a lot saying Washington. I believe in Martin Mayhew there. So, I think both teams are better coached, but we still have question, a question mark at the most important spot. And the, again, the Giants have the longest odds, according to William Hill, Hill at Caesars. What are they again, Hembo? What are the Giants? They're almost like five to one. Almost five to one. I would one bet that. To, to I win would that bet division. That. Me I'm too. not a gambler. 
I would bet that. It could be an interesting way to, uh, you know, sneak a good little bet there. Uh, Greening with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Okay, I want to ask you about one other situation, and that is this thing in Seattle. So for those who didn't see it, the Seattle Seahawks sent out a letter to their season ticket holders. Just a thing about next, you know, teams, if you've ever been a season ticket holder, you know, you get letters from the team from time to time. And in the letter, they mention, I believe, five different active players on the team. And one of them is not Russell Wilson. Now, Dan, you played in Indianapolis. Uh, There were no circumstances. You tell me, or I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question. You played in Detroit. Would those teams have ever sent a letter to their season ticket holders that did not mention Peyton Manning or Matt Stafford if they did mention players in the letter? Would that ever happen? And understanding that the answer is going to be no, what should we make of the fact that Seattle did that? Seattle wants to, Seattle wants to dance. They want to play hardball with Russell Wilson. You want to leak all that stuff? You want to make all those statements? You want your agent to throw out teams there? Fine. We'll play that way as well. We're sick and tired of it, Russell. That's what I think they're saying. We're not, you're not above the team. You're not above our organization. We love you. We think you're a great player. But we're not going to allow you to dictate to us how this is going to go. I've said this for weeks. He wants out. He wants out now. This isn't about football. This is about getting out. And I think the Seattle Seahawks are starting to sit there and go, we're not going to let you to control the narrative. I think that's really interesting. And just as a quick final thought here, and Dan Orlovsky and company, NFL Live this afternoon. Every afternoon, you guys will be jam-packed today, obviously, 4 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. But Dominique made an interesting point about this. You, you ask yourself, why does he want out of Seattle? Here might be a reason. That, that Dominique was su- supposing that Russell may look at this as though he was waiting out the Brady, Peyton Manning era. Like those guys were going to be Aaron Rodgers. They were going to be the best quarterbacks in the sport. And then he was going to be next. And he kind of got jumped. Like it went right from those guys to Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen. We talk about all these guys. And Russell is saying, what about me? I was supposed to be the face of the league. And maybe the fact that I play on a team where the coach wants to run the ball so much is part of the reason why I'm not viewed that way. I'm good enough to be and I want to be. Kind of made some sense to me. What do you think of it? Yeah, I absolutely think that's a layer to it because he doesn't want to be the guy that uh, we we have the asterisk atti- attached to. We say Aaron Rodgers is the best ever, one of the most talented ever, but why did he win only one Super Bowl? You know, and I think that he's sitting there going, I don't want to be, man, Russell Wilson is one of the best we've ever seen, but why did he win only one Super Bowl? And I think that they don't want to be Tom Brady 2019 Tom, Tom Brady, where you're, you're with a football team that you know is not good and you got no chance to win. You're still good enough, but you know the team isn't. Um, and I, I just think there's so many layers to it, Greeny, outside of, you know, um, just, hey, my offensive line doesn't block well enough for me. I think it's bigger than football. I think it's bigger. It's as big as Russell Wilson wants to be the Magic Johnson of the NFL, and he wants his brand to be huge. I, I think that it makes a lot of sense, and frankly, I don't criticize it if that's how he sees it. Dan Orlovsky, you were terrific this morning, as always. Thank you for making the time. I'll see you soon. 
You're the man, Greeny. Thanks, brother. Later, Hembo. That's Dan Orlowski. <laughs> Later, bro. A little shout-out for Hembo there. Again, Hembo is the supplier of numbers and statistical information to absolutely everybody who has ever come in contact with me. See, here's what happens. is, is you, you, you start rubbing <laughs> off. I, I bring Hembo to this position of prominence. I bring him with me to get up, and all of a sudden, no one can get enough of him. Everybody, Hembo, you're, like you're a little bit like a drug. People become addicted to you. That's not how my wife feels. Uh, well, that's the only person who I think views you in a little different light. Okay, in <laughs> Exactly 30 seconds you're going to hear today's green list, and it is a great one. It's about second chances. If you were one who believes in or is interested in second chances in sports, I have a great green list coming for you in exactly 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. The best teams start with great talent, but finding the right people can be a challenge. When it comes to hiring, ZipRecruiter can help you find the right candidates for your team fast. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 top job sites. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. To try ZipRecruiter for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash greenie. ZipRecruiter.com slash greenie. It's ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. All right, today's Green List. Again, every single day, my top five, this, that, or the other, as voted on and chosen exclusively by me, the world's foremost authority on all matters. And because this is a week where so many NFL players are going to be getting cut, you're going to see a lot of players being released because the salary cap is going to get set the new league year starts next week. You're going to see good players getting cut. I want to give all those players some hope. So I have put together today's green list of the five best players after they were released. Five players who were released by NFL teams and then came back and played huge. Number five. Five is James Harrison. Undrafted out of college. Cut a total of four times in two seasons. Finally stuck with Pittsburgh in 2004. Four years later, he was the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year. He had one of the most famous plays ever, the 100-yard pick six at the very end of the half of the Super Bowl that went a long way towards the Steelers winning that Super Bowl. He's a two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time first-team All-Pro, and an NFL Defensive Player of the Year. James Harrison, after having been cut, put together that kind of career. He's number five. Number four. Four is Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett, if you're old enough to remember, won the Heisman and was the number one overall pick in the draft and was a bust in New England. He was no good at all in New England. They went to San Francisco. He was no good there either. He got released by the 49ers in 1978. Two years later, he came off the bench for the Raiders and led them to the first of two Super Bowls that he would win as their starting quarterback. Plunkett came back after being released by San Francisco and won two Super Bowls as the quarterback of the Raiders. He's a Super Bowl MVP, was the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. He's a two-time Super Bowl champ. He is number four on the list of best players after they were cut. Number three. Number three is Kurt Warner. Warner, you know, legendarily went undrafted in 94. He was stocking shelves at a grocery store in Cedar Falls, Iowa, for $5.50 an hour. This after he got released by the Packers. He, when he first got undrafted, he came into the league. He got a tryout with the Packers. He got released, so he got cut. And then, of course, the rest was history. He wound up with the Rams after a stint in the Arena Football League Wound up leading the Rams to a Super Bowl championship that year when Trent Green got hurt. He was the quarterback of the greatest show on turf. He's a Super Bowl champ. He's a league MVP, two-time MVP, Super Bowl MVP, two-time first-team All-Pro, and is now in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 
after being released by the Packers. Second chances matter in pro football. Number two. Two is my buddy, Chris Carter. I wanted to make CC number one, but I couldn't do it. Chris Carter released by Buddy Ryan from the Eagles in 1990, and he will tell you immediately it was the best thing that ever happened. Buddy Ryan, Chris Carter will tell you, probably saved his life. CC was a man with serious problems, alcohol and drug addiction problems. And Buddy Ryan basically just couldn't have it anymore, couldn't have him around, and couldn't stand to see him doing it to himself. Buddy Ryan probably saved Chris Carter's life. And what did CC do? He turned his life completely around, signed in Minnesota off waivers, and wound up making eight Pro Bowls, two-time first-team All-Pro, three-time NFL receiving touchdowns leader, and is now in the Hall of Fame. He's top 10 all-time in touchdowns and receptions. Had one of the great careers in the history of his position. And probably never would have happened if he hadn't been cut by the Philadelphia Eagles. CC will tell you all of that, and he's happy to do it. And he's turned his life around, and he couldn't be in a better place now as a result of all of that. I wanted to make him number one because he's my friend. (laughs) But I couldn't. (laughs) Number one. Because Johnny Unitas is number one. Johnny Unitas was drafted by the Steelers and released before the season started. When he was out of football for a year, he worked in construction in Pittsburgh And on the weekends, he played quarterback, safety, and punter on a local semi-professional team called the Bloomfield Rams for $6 a game. The following year, he was invited to a workout with the Colts. He wound up winning three NFL championships, a Super Bowl. He was the three-time NFL MVP, five-time first-team All-Pro. He's in the Hall of Fame and is inarguably one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived. Johnny U, number one on the list today. The green list of the greatest players ever to be released during their careers. Greeny reminding you that if you ever miss anything on the program or a podcast, you can catch up anytime you want. It's called Hashtag Greeny. They take each hour of the show. They make them each into their own individual one-hour podcast. Hashtag Greeny. You can listen anytime, any place you want. You find it anywhere that you are accustomed to getting your podcasts. Meanwhile, I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. Okay. You know, you're all getting to know the hashtag crew a little bit. That's part of this is going on. We've been on the radio now back here for a few months, moved to our new time slot about two months ago now. So we're all getting used to each other. And you're getting to know my hashtag crew, hashtag Hembo, hashtag Bubba, hashtag Nuno. Uh, Devin had a hashtag. He's lost that and the letter D because his takes are so terrible. So now he's just Evan. But that's neither here nor there. So I want you to know little things about members of my staff. And I will tell you first that I am fascinated by little verbal habits. I believe that whatever success I've achieved in my life is based largely on the fact that I just pay attention to stuff. I notice. It's my, it's my overwhelming recommendation to my kids and anyone listening. Pay attention to how people go about their jobs, how they go about their lives, how they go about being successful. Because you can learn from everyone. And I'm fascinated by how Nuno always says not much. No matter what happens, when you greet him, he has turned not much into a greeting, regardless of the question you ask him. So I FaceTime Nuno basically every morning. He is the producer of this show. I FaceTime and I say, what's going on? He says, not much. (laughs) He says it, he gets, I don't even get the words out. He says, not much. He doesn't mean not much. A lot is going on today. Dak Prescott, guests, this, that, and the other. But he's going to say not much. It's a verbal habit. I am convinced that I could FaceTime Nuno, and he could be standing in front of a burning building, 
holding a newborn child in his arms that a desperate mother just threw out a window to save its life while firefighters are desperately trying to douse the flames so Nuno is being buffeted in the face by powerful streams of water, but he's holding on to that child and thinking deep down inside of raising it as his own. And it's that moment I call him and I say, what's going on? He'll say, not much, not much. It is a fascinating verbal habit. This is not, it is not a criticism. It is an observation, but I find it fascinating. So let me just say this. Nuno, what's going on? Not much. Yeah, not much. He just says not much. No matter what, right now, the host of the show you produce is going into great lengths, talking in great detail about your verbal habit, and your response to what's going on is... Not much. Not much. It's, it just, you know what I'm... I, I, I just want you to know that. I just think you should know, as you get to know these people, you must know people like that. He that, did it earlier today, actually, just a, a, like 30 minutes ago, our boss, Justin Craig, came in here yeah. talking to us. Hey, what's up, Bubba? Hey, Devin, how are you? Nuno, what's going on? Not much. Not much. <laughs> it, no matter what is happening, not much. I'm telling you right now, I want to see that. I want him being buffeted in the face by a stream <laughs> of water from a firefighter whilst holding a child that he just saved from a burning building. And you say, what's going on? He'll say, not much. Not it's just much. that simple. So now you get to know... Hashtag Nuno, just a little bit. All right, your calls are next. What do you want to know? 888-SAY-ESPN is my phone number, 888-729-3776. The game is called What Do You Want to Know? If you ask a question interesting enough that Bubba likes it, you'll get through to me and I'll answer it. We'll do that, and Bubba will push the read to then. We'll come back back in a moment with your calls here on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, 45 minutes away from the legendary Doris Burke. She'll be with us. A lot of DAC talk today, a lot more. And coming up now, it's time for your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN. We'll play What Do You Want to Know? First call is coming your way in 30 seconds. After this time for some straight talk, your tax return could look different this year, but you're still going to hear a lot of noise about how to spend it. So when the big carriers tell you to splurge on the latest nonsense, just tune it out. With Straight Talk, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense. Tune into Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. What do you want to know is the game. Bubba, who's first up? We got Seth is first. All right, Seth, you're on ESPN Radio. Seth, what do you want to know? Hey, Greeny. Uh, my question today is uh, with Dak Prescott's new contract and getting a no-trade clause in that contract, how worried should I be as a Cowboys fan 
that he may that he may leave us in the middle of the contract. That Dak Prescott might leave you in the middle of the contract, not in the slightest. I don't think you have any reason to worry about that. It is a short contract. What you have to be worried about is that Dak Prescott, who has a no-trade clause and now is being, as a formality, franchise-tagged this week because they have to have him on, on that and off of the cap in order to do other things they need to do, they can't even tag him again. So at the age of 31, he is scheduled to become an unrestricted free agent. So what you have to worry about is that in four years, you'll have to go through this again. You do not have to worry that he's going to leave in the middle of the deal. I mean, I think that seems very unlikely. The much likelier possibility is that in four years, when he's only 31 and the new TV deals have kicked in in a big way and these contracts have doubled, and I don't, I don't even think that's an exaggeration, doubled from where they are now, that Dak Prescott will be a free agent and you might lose him then. That's what I'd be worried about, Seth. Baba, who's next? Next up is Spencer. All right, Spencer, what do you want to know? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, Spencer, go ahead. I want to know, would you rather, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't re-sign Chris Godwin, would you rather have Godwin or Odell? Well, that's an interesting one to me. I've been saying for a while, and we will find out by this afternoon's deadline whether or not the Buccaneers franchise tag Chris Godwin, the receiver. They have two players they could franchise tag. One is Shaq Barrett, pass rusher extraordinaire. The other is Godwin, who's a 24-year-old receiver who is maybe a number one. You talk, the more people you talk to, the more you get two different answers. Some say, yes, he's a true number one receiver. Others will say he's a half a step below that. The question is, if they don't franchise tag him, he might. someone might throw a ton of money in his direction. And if they do, I think Beckham is a great option. I've said it before. Beckham needs out of Cleveland. Baker Mayfield needs Beckham out of Cleveland. Don't pay any attention to what they're saying there. I believe Beckham will be on a different team this coming season. He has great respect for Brady. He loves Brady. Those two guys want to play together. He'd be great there. Brady is the perfect person to be the quarterback of a team that has Odell on it. So I think that'd be a great fit. Now, can't argue with what they got with Godwin. If they franchise tag him and he's back, that's probably better. But, so that's the answer to your direct question. But I think that Odell to Tampa might make a lot of sense, and I think it's a real possibility. Greeny on ESPN Radio taking your calls. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, we got Dustin. Dustin, what do you want to know? Hey, long-time fan, happy to get a chance to talk to you. Um, but what I want to know is what poor Devin has to do to get his name back and his hashtag, because I know you're the self-described foodie, but I thought Devin was right on with the cookie dough yesterday. Okay, so for those of you who did not hear, hashtag Devin, who then became just Devin and has now become Evan, lost the D in his name because his take was how we should just be eating. What is it again, Devin? Eating cookie dough is worth the risk of potentially getting salmonella. Okay, so let's just point out a couple of things. Devin, you haven't worked with me long, but I assume you were, you were aware of me. Uh, nothing is worth the possibility of getting salmonella. Nothing. Salmonella, a bacterial infection. I, ca- I can barely even say the words. There's almost nothing that frightens me more than getting salmonella. I won't eat food that I don't know exactly where it came from, that I don't have total confidence in. I've known Bubba for 10 years, and if Bubba walked up to me with a wrapped sandwich, I wouldn't eat it. So under no circumstances should you eat anything that is putting your health at risk. Second of all, just bake it for crying out loud. What are we talking about here? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I've seen people eat the cookie dough. I've never eaten the cookie dough in my entire life. But, but, but Spencer, I think, is supporting your right to have a letter back. We'll, we'll take it under advisement. Dustin. 
Dustin was supporting that. Uh, Devin will take it under advisement. I got time for one more. Go ahead, Bubba. Who we got? Last up, we got Dan. Dan, what do you want to know? Hey, Greeny, was calling to think of a, a name to go maybe on your list. What about Peyton Manning? I mean, obviously Indianapolis had the surgery to consider and things like that, but they relatively said, now nah, we're good, and he went won a Super Bowl in Denver. I'm sorry, I had a little bit of trouble understanding what he was saying. Is, is he talking about Peyton Manning? Oh, as a player that got released? Did Peyton Manning, did he officially get, uh, Nuno, did he officially get released by the Colts? Is that, is he, that how that he, went? Yes, he did. But, I mean, come on, he was already a star yeah. based upon at that time. Here's what I'll say. It's a good call. And it's good for pointing it out, but I'm not going to give hashtag Nuno. So when we decided to do this list, Nuno did most of the research. I'm not going to give you a hard time for not including him because I agree that doesn't really fit the criteria, at least the spirit of the criteria, although it might technically fit the criteria. But it's still a good call. Thank you for the calls, everybody. We do those every single day. It is great to have a chance to chat. Uh, We will continue in a moment. Tommy Waddle live from Chicago. And don't miss Doris in the next hour as well on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast.